Hi, this is Norm Augustinus. I'm sorry I missed your call. After tone, leave your name and number. I'll get back to you. Hi, Norm. This is Belinda from Michigan. I work at the Detroit Zoo, and I'm in charge of Corky, a six-ton elephant imported from Africa. Right now, Corky's trunk is deep in my cunt, and I'm about ready to come. I love Corky, but I love your show more. And to prove my love to you, Norm, I'm gonna blow Corky's elephant brains out with the 357 Magnum. I love you, Norm. End of messages. Wishes he could have killed his grandmother. His mother says everything he touches turns to shit. He's been to jail, spent 24 hours in a mental institution, and unsuccessfully tried to kill himself three times. And now, live via the internet, absolutely-free, Norm Augustinus. You see, most of the reportings of ghosts in America, ghosts, G-H-O-S-T-S, ghosts, most of the reporting comes from places like women's colleges, all women's colleges, simply women, (coughs) buildings for abused women, like shelter. They had to take shelter because they took five to the face because all they do is want more and more and more And it's obviously the man's fault that she doesn't have what she wants. And she takes five to the fucking face. They give her a shelter. Built by men. They see ghosts there. They see ghosts at all women's colleges. Anywhere there's a large gathering of women. Abortion, fucking outcries, protests, things like that. Wherever there's women. Puppet shows. They like puppet shows. Thousands of women come for puppet shows. They love it. Because they've been wiping their cunt with fucking socks since they were 12, 13 years old to get to come off from the people they were fucking in their neighborhood. They got a natural affinity to fucking puppet shows. Because of socks they used to wipe up the cum. There's always ghosts at these kind of events. All women things. Stevie Nicks. All kinds of fucking ghosts are seen there. G-H-O-S-T-S. Ghosts. And why are, why are ghosts there? Because ghosts are not fucking dead people, dead bodies, people lingering around. Ghosts are in actuality fucking pussy farts. One pussy fart after another. Thousands of pussy farts. F-A-R-T-S. Farts. Gas that is emitted out of the snatch. And how'd the gas get in there? The gas was put into that cunt in an, in an unholy way. She took 10, 12, 14 inches of dick all night long. She pulled a train with six fucking Mexicans. And now the load is dripping out of her cunt. Vaginal lips close. It starts to boil that load. All kinds of shit's in that load. When somebody's fucking somebody, when a man is fucking a woman... There's hair in there, there's fecal matter in there, there's saliva in there, there's dog hairs in there, 
There's crusts from the bed in there, all kinds of crust from the fucking. All this shit gets packed into the cunt when that massive fucking baseball bat, that beaver bat, goes in and out of the chick's cunt. It pumps it all in. Then the vaginal lips close, and it starts to cook all that shit, looking for fucking semens it can use to get to an egg in her cunt. And then the lips open up. Once the lips open up, the digestive process of the fucking cunt, which is just another mouth, that digestive process, that chewing, that eating, it's over. The lips loosen up, the cunt lips, and then that gas comes out. And that's what bitches are seeing as ghosts. Mostly they see it. They have the ability to see it. Because they generate it, they manufacture it. It's pussy farts, and they see these fucking ghosts everywhere they go. What's the matter? I just saw a ghost. You didn't see a ghost. You just took 10 or 12 or 15 inches from a couple of Hispanics and your twat, and now that shit's all being digested, eaten up. It's gas. It's blown out. You just saw the aftermath of the horror that you were doing in that bed, of what you were doing bent over that chair, wherever the fuck she was getting pumped out, on a bathtub, getting pumped out on a bathtub, whacking herself off in a bathtub, which is really just a parabolic dish. All her fucking moans bounce out of that tub, leave that fucking house, and go out in outer space. Poor dad. Look at Pa. Poor Pa. Hey, Pa, what you doing? That's her talking to him. Poor Pa, he's just worked fucking 14 hours at the screw machine factory on Grosbeck Highway in Roseville, Michigan on a CNC machine. On some fucking laser cutter. On some, from some punch press. Hey, Pa, how you doing? He's supposed to believe she's this innocent, nice thing when he comes home. Pa knows what the fuck you're doing. He's over there working his ass off. You're in a bathtub whacking off with a fucking one of those things with a flexible hose on it. You can aim it at your cunt and shit. Those were made for bitches. This water pick or whatever it is, a hose, it connects to the fucking water somewhere in the bathtub. You can adjust the spray. It's got a handle on it. And they aim it at their cunt. That was made for a bitch. I don't know if you know that. It was made for a woman, this water thing. This water washer, the sprayer, I guess, like a tub sprayer. If I see that in a bitch's cho- in her toilet, I know the kind of person she is. She's literally had hundreds upon thousands of orgasms thanks to the water that is being processed by men. They're in some goddamn sewage place. They're in some water processing plant working 14 hours a day, and they're making that water possible, cleaning it, and it's being wasted on her goddamn cunt. Get me off. Can you imagine something like that? I mean, all water is holy water. It doesn't have to be blessed. It was here on the seventh day when the Lord created the earth, and all water was created by the Lord. And now she's taking that water that this super being, this super entity created, and she's using it to get herself off in a fucking bathtub. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, mm. And that fucking sound is transmitted, bounced off that bathtub, and goes in outer space. She's in there. She's packing it. Maybe she has a pussy fart in the water that men have created, including the Lord. He's part of that part process that created it. She blows that giant bubble out of her cunt. 
You ever see how many women see fucking ghosts in the toilet? Honest to God. They're in the bathtub. They got 45 candles going and they suddenly see a ghost in the fucking bathroom. It ain't a ghost. It's the gas out of her cunt from the pussy fart. Six Chicanos ran up her fucking back door with her big dicks or the little dicks. And now the results, the, the aftermath is coming out of her cunt. Like a corpse candle when they drop the fucking atomic bomb. It's the same thing. I just saw a ghost. She's running down the hall. You didn't see a ghost. You saw a pussy fart. Chicks can see these. I just saw a ghost. They're to Stevie I just saw a ghost. They're to fucking shelter where abused women go because they took five to the face because no man could take it no fucking more and she just saw a goddamn ghost in shelter room number 30A. She's in there with her seven kids. I just saw a fucking ghost. No, you didn't. You just saw the shit come out of your cunt. That's why you're at the fucking shelter because you've been banging a guy next door while your old man is working in a plastic injection factory. I just saw a goddamn ghost. I was in the basement. I saw a ghost. You blew a pussy fart, bitch. That's what ghosts are. But they can't tell you that. They can't tell you anything that I tell you because it's not correct. They just won't allow it. They keep fucking redirecting, re-distracting you, recreating what the idea of a woman is and how brilliant she is. They can't let you in on how fucking dumb they truly are, what they can do to you. That's the scary part. You're likely smart, but you can be led around like a fucking idiot as soon as a chick sucks your cock. That's no, that sounds good. We'll buy that. We'll get that. Go ahead and get that. Go ahead and get that. Fucking guy wouldn't buy any of that shit. They don't know why a woman can do this to a person's mind, but I advise you to think about it and act wearily if you get put in some kind of position like that. The ghost in a Victorian house. Well, the fucking house is 150 years old. They always want old houses. All those pussy farts have permeated the fucking wood frame of the house. The plaster, the wood frame, the wood floors. It's fucking permeated it and been trapped in there. I just saw a ghost in the living You didn't see shit. The plaster cracked in the 150-year-old house. And all the bitches, all the way back to some horny Victorian slut, all the gas came out that fucking crack. You just saw the remnants of their pussy when they took dick all night long. What was that? It looked like a ghost. You see that white vapor floating at the ceiling? Yeah, I saw it. That's the fucking plaster imbecile that just cracked because you turned the heat off in five of the bedrooms because you can't pay for it, and the pussy fart came out the damn crack. I just saw something in the fucking basement. It's a hundred-year-old house. I better get the camera out. You didn't see a pussy fart. You saw the fucking where the toilet was in the basement of the house, the indoor toilet outhouse, and the floor just cracked in the fucking concrete floor, and the pussy fart came out of there. Think they didn't blow pussy farts in the outhouse in the basement toilet? The basement outhouse? It used to be made out of like oak. And they'd go down there and they'd shit into an outhouse that was above the cement floor, the, whatever the floor they had, including the pussy fart would be blown out. That's what you saw. There are no ghosts. Why do you think the word host is inside the word ghost? Because a bitch is hosting what she's called a ghost. She's hosting it. She's the host, and the gas came out the cunt, and she skunked everybody around, blew this gas out, this pussy fart, and there it is. Look at the ghost. It's floating by me. 
Look at the ghost. He's in the garage. He ain't in the garage. He was in the attic to the garage. It was trapped up there. He couldn't get out. It was a pussy fat from some pussy fart from chum, some chick named Lizzie Morgan, and she farted in 1872 and it got trapped in the goddamn in the attic, the crawl space of their fucking old 150-year-old house, and it just came out. When I see those, I run to them. I run to them. When I see these hovering white clouds in any old house, I run to them and I deep, I breathe in deeply. Get that old pussy going. Look at that old pussy. There it is. I just inhaled it. There's the remnant of this slut. And it has to be so because what else do they do? What else do they want? Night and day, day and night, 300 fucking days of the year, all they want is dick. They're just looking for dick. Non-stop validation for dick. I just saw a fucking read an article that said they're buying these special pants to go camping. They're not stretchies or anything like that. They're spandex. Special camping pants that highlight their ass and their thighs as they're out there camping. Now, why would they need this kind of pant other than the fact that when they got you out there, they're going to fuck you. They're going to suck and fuck. They found out long ago, and I probably mentioned this. They want to get you out in the fucking woods. Get you out in the woods, away from your friends, away from men that you know, guys you know, that could tell you you're out of your fucking gourd. They want to get them out in the goddamn woods. And that's where the control is. They take you out there and they hammer some fucking idea into your head until you do it. You're eating some beans and shit. You're out there with your fucking tent and she's licking your cock and sucking your balls, thumbing your asshole. You can't think anymore. Anything she says, you'll do. You'll come back and your friends will say, what the hell happened to him? He went camping. He went camping. It's called isolation treatment, isolation therapy, isolation hypnosis, whatever you want to call it. That's what it's called when a bitch gets you out there. Why does she need stylish pants? They're all the rage. They're not stretchies. They're not fucking nothing like that. Yoga pants. They're like it, form-fitting, but it's for camping. I don't want nothing like that. I'm not going out there like that. If I go camping, if I ever have and I have, I tell them this straight away. Don't try to manipulate me, trick, trick me, con me in every fucking, any fucking way. I'm going to blow my load in your face. We're going to have some fucking bacon. Whatever eggs we're going to be out there, we're going to go snipe hunting and shit like that. And then you're going to get back in the car and I'm going to dump you off and we're going to end this part our ways. But nothing's going to change. Excuse me. I just saw a fucking ghost. You didn't see a ghost. I mean, think about that. There's 8 billion people. 4 fucking 4.75 of the billion people, 4.75 billion women, are blowing pussy farts. Okay, let's just discount the 7.5. Let's say 4 billion people, 4 billion bitches, are letting pussy farts go out of their cunt. Everywhere you goddamn look, there's a ghost. Hollywood has managed to take that and turn it into something. I just saw a fucking ghost. When a chick tells me she sees a ghost and she's running towards me in a big house, I have my fist ready, it's cocked back, and when she's running to me, I just hit her point blank, a five-finger sandwich, right to her fucking 
HD makeup fucking cranial vault. I just saw a ghost. Hey, wake up. Where'd you go, Madison? Where'd you go? You saw a fucking ghost. You just saw your own goddamn pussy fart because your cunt lips are numb from the 10-inch dick you took that was four inches wide. You took it for 12 fucking hours and you just met the goddamn guy two days ago. I just saw a fucking ghost. It really amazes me to hear that. The word host is in the word ghost because the ghost is actually being hosted. The host is the bitch. It's in the cunt. She just wants it. She wants dick. She wants nonstop dick. And she wants to be able to fucking somehow trick you. Somehow not make you aware of her intellect. Somehow stay on the surface. If you start to question her intellect, if you start to catch on, if you start to ask her questions in particular about life or anything like that, she'll suddenly start using a lot of profanity and fuck words to distract you from her ignorance and stupidity. Remember years ago, some woman was walking and she was running towards my car, start walking, running towards my car. Nice looking woman. Looked like she wanted help. She's waving her hand and shit. And what I did was put it in fucking drive and I floored it and I ran into her point blank. I can't tell you where I did this, but I could have stopped. I could have tried to help her. But why? Why would I destroy my fucking life? She went over the car over the back and shit and I saw her get up. She was limping, dragging her legs. She was moving her fucking shoulder blade around like it was loose, like it had come disassociated, disconnected. But I didn't want that. And you shouldn't want it either. Anytime you're anywhere and there's a chick and she says, I just saw a ghost, you know what really happened. You know what's going on. I just saw a ghost. Why don't they fucking find a way to capture that? I just caught my gopes ghost in my cunt. I screwed in a mason jar into my cunt. The stuff used for canning, the old days, jellies and things like that. I just screwed a fucking, one of these jars, these, these, what's it called? The, the canning jars, glass. I just screwed it in my fucking cunt and caught my ghost. And here's the lid. I'll send it to you for 2000 fucking dollars on my OnlyFans account. I captured the ghost. Here it is. I mean, think of all that fermented shit, the gas, the stink that is in the damn air. It's in the air. I'll tell you something, man. You know that chicks play with her cunt all the time. My friend at the fucking health center in Detroit tells me this. His name is Habib Koka. And Habib Koka tells me that they estimate that a woman will play with her cunt seven to ten times a day. Can you imagine that? Now you see her and you think, what a nice lady. Look at those outfits. Look at those fucking shoes. Look at her hair. She's got a fine bag. It's nothing like that, imbecile. She's on stage. She's on the theater acting for you. It's not like that. Habib told me that chicks beat off five to ten times a day. Can you imagine? Now, what do they do when they beat off? When they play with her clit? Well, they're always playing with her clit and thinking of you. If this happens to be you, you're the lucky guy for the moment. She's playing with her clit. Moving it, going round in circles or left in circles and counterclockwise or clockwise motion. But what she's really doing is called clit transference. You know what clit transference is? It's where she embeds your image into her nervous system, into her deepest recesses of her brain through her clitoris or clit, whatever you want to call it. The clit is the fucking receiver like the scanner. And she's transferring the image of you into her clit and into her brain. And there you sit. Billions of fucking men that she's fantasized with or about all transferred into her mind, into her filing system through her clit. It's a little scanner. 
That's why they put their finger there, to transfer your image into the fucking file cabinet of her empty fucking skull, to transfer that. Now, you're buried below her, simp. You're buried below this imbecile. She's at the top where she's supposed to be, she figures. She wants the highest window in a, t- in a high rise in New York City. She's on the top. She wants to be at the top of the hill when they bury her. And you, who only worked fucking 15 hours a goddamn day for nothing, you're below her, man, maybe 20, 30, 40 fucking feet. What happens when you're buried below her? Well, click transference because of it. All the files that are in her mind, all the corrupt files, all the people that she blew, sucked, fucked, took it up the rear, took it between the tits, pulled fucking trains, anything you can imagine, all those are embedded in her mind from clit transference because she thinks of men when she's playing with her clit and it gets transferred. That's how it works. That's well known. It's it's basically a scanner, her clit. Well, all those files, when she's put into a coffin, this lovely, wonderful person, She's such a good person. Hate to see her die. All those files flip over, fall out, and they all leak down the goddamn hill into your coffin, into your fucking casket. And you got to see all this horror, all these shitty images till who knows when. I don't know when. Rivers of images coming from dead skags, dead, hoary American skags who would do anything for a fucking nickel. I mean anything fucking only you name it she'd do anything for five or a ten dollar bill there's all those images flowing down like rivers of sin into your coffin and it's filling your box up halfway up the juices are transporting it her dead juices you're not free of a bitch then now you're going to be tortured even more You don't ever want to know what's in a woman's mind. You won't believe it. It's not like some dude. Some guy remembers eating Pop-Tarts and whacking off on his fucking lazy boy reclining chair while he's watching fucking reruns of Nancy Drew, the TV show. That's his fucking idea. That's what's in his mind. But you don't ever want to know what's in a woman's mind, man. Man, I'm fucking starting to get scared because that fucking thought is scaring the shit out of me. I got to go out there and I got to be around these people, man. You just don't want to know. All this fucking vaginal gas are pussy farts. That's it. It's all pussy farts. All chicks do is want to walk around and they're in a coffin and they're in a casket and a funeral in the cemeteries and they're doing the same thing to you there, destroying you, corrupting you, trying to drown you in misdirection, which they're good at. Clit transference. All they do is walk around looking for fucking cunt snacks. What's a cunt snack? A cunt man is a dick. They want a dick. They live on cunt snacks. They go snacking around the world on a cunt snack, which is your dick. They're in airplanes. They're in fucking cruise ships. They're in fucking trains. They're in cars. They're walking around traveling east, west, north, and south and other countries looking for a fucking cunt snack. It's beyond bewildering. It's horror. That's the truth of what you're seeing. You're around that. And they figure they can put on a show for 30 seconds, wear some perfume, and you're fine with it. And you're thinking, like, what a nice, lovely woman. She is? You're dead, man. You're going to be killed in the fucking train. You're going to be killed in the fucking plane. You're going to be suffocated in a fucking cruise ship because you don't know what the hell you're dealing with like I do. I don't know what the fuck's the matter with me, man. 
I'm fucking really stressed out all of a sudden over this whole thing because I'm getting scared. What's a safe way around it? The safe way around it is you get a couple Pop-Tarts and you pull your dong out and you whack off and you watch reruns of Nancy Drew from 1970. That's what you do. And you're safe, man. You ain't got chlamydia. You ain't got gonorrhea. You ain't got herpes. And I read one out of three women have these things. She's smiling at you, laughing at you. She's lighting one candle after another, man. And you're all in. When an old bitch's house years ago, she had 20, 30 candles in her fucking house. It looked like a satanic ritual, and she was trying to seduce me. You know what I said to her? This is an exaggeration. I said, I can't breathe. Look at the goddamn smoke. It's black smoke billowing at the surface of the ceiling. Look at it. It's flowing in all different directions. It's dark-colored smoke, light-colored smoke swirling around. I can't fucking breathe like that. That's just a trick. They do that because they don't want you to smell the gas of their pussy. They don't want you to smell their pussy. Their chicken coop, their rookery stinks. They don't want you to smell reality. They don't want you to get too close to reality. And what is that reality? The reality is they're stupid. They're going to run you into the financial ruin. They're going to use every fucking dime. When you're standing there looking at them, they owe 55 fucking thousand dollars. There's 10 restraining orders on men. They've got a fucking civil action lawsuits on another 25 people. If you could look them up in all the cities they've been in and move from, that's what you're looking at. I don't know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Norm, that don't sound right. That don't sound healthy. That doesn't sound right. You walk around all day thinking that? Yes, I do. I actually do. You know, I read a story once, and in the story, it was in Steer Magazine, Inc. It's a private magazine. It's not about fucking cows. It's about chicks. They call it Steer. It's like derogatory as beef. I don't even know if you can get it anymore. It's only private subscription. In that fucking magazine, it said that, well, it doesn't matter what they, what it said. I can't tell you what it said. I don't want to do it because it's a fucking kind of a man show. And I stay in a central theme here, and I, I really don't want to expose what I've been reading in Steer Magazine. You can't get it unless you're invited to Steer Magazine. It's a special subscription to real fucking men like me. Men who have been enlightened. Men who know what's really the fuck going on. You know, one out of fucking, what it said in Steer Magazine, I'll tell you. It said that one out of four women have killed two men or more. One out of four Fucking women have killed at least two men or more. That's what it said in this private study. Killed two men or more? Look at you. You look my fucking friend Eric. This big fucking animal was above me. I lived in an apartment once. He'd visit me. He thought she was fucking so a try. Little German girl. I'd like to be with her right now. She's a little German girl. I, she fucking would kill you, Eric. The little German girl, you don't know what you're talking about. I used to hear the fucking weight of her barbells hitting the goddamn floor because she was weightlifting. For what reason, I don't know. To get more dick. You could hear the barbells, the weights hitting the fucking plywood floor with a $2 carpet. Little German girl, this is so sweet. Little German girl. Look at that. I want some fucking apple strudels. She's going to walk around with her fucking German girl outfit and her leader hose. She's nothing like that. She's going to stick a f something in some part of your body and kill you. That's what it said in this fucking magazine. you imagine that you want something that wanders around the planet looking for a cunt snack? That's what it is. That's what a dick is for the cunt. It's a cunt snack. 
The cunt never stops looking for a dick, not ever. 80, 90 years old, they're still fucking. I read an article that said in retirement homes and nursing homes, people fuck even more the old bags of shit because they think they can't get herpes. They can't get pregnant. They don't really care about the consequences. They're going room to room trying to fill up their fucking cunt with a cunt snack, which is some old geezer's big dick. I'd probably do that too. But then I would kill them in the nursing home. Who'd know it? Died of natural causes. Yeah, they died of natural causes. My dick in their mouth prevented the air from going in. They're looking around for a cunt snack. They've acquired all these fucking images, all this horror, all this twisted shit that a bitch will do with her clit transference, store all the files in their mind. The clit transference, as I told you, is when they are thinking of you, though I don't think anybody would ever really think of you, with your boldness, your snap-on tools, your fucking F-250, nobody ever think would ever think of you. They transfer the image of some man as they're rotating their fingers, their pointer finger and their middle finger, they're rotating it and transferring this image through the clit, which is the receiver, the scanner, and moaning. That's what a fucking tub is. They don't tell you this. The government, I got to move on to pretty soon, pretty quick. The government doesn't tell you this. The bathtub was created for the bitch. Some time ago, you know how they talk about aliens and extra life and extra, and life from other planets and uh, fucking alien beings and all that shit. It's even bigger today than ever. They did this, the government, years ago, they came up with, the guy's name was Glasskopf, honest to God. And Glasskopf pr proposed the idea of making a bathtub-like thing because he knew that women constantly masturbated, couldn't stop playing with their cunt in their shithole. They couldn't stop doing it. Their brown eye. And Glasskopf said, if we make a bathtub, it's like a parabolic dish. These women and all the moaning and all the masturbation, the pussy farts and everything going on in that bathtub, squeezing their nipples, and will work in this bathtub. They'll come and it'll go out in the outer space and will eventually draw somebody in with these fucking nonstop moans, these unbelievable moans. Why don't you hear the moans when you're at work with them? Why don't they do their sexual moans at work? This is a simple thing, a simple thing I'm going to show you. Why don't you hear their sexual moans at work? You don't, you hear them if you got your dick deep in their ass and they're bent over your grandmother's antique chair in your fucking living room. Why don't you hear them at work? Because they have the ability to segment, uh, to departmentalize their horrible actions, their horrible thoughts. They can departmentalize, compartmentalize these thoughts. You're at work, you don't hear her moaning. You don't see her playing with her cunt, but we all know she does. We know this, this horror. We're sinking, friend, in a fucking sea of used tampons, billions and billions of tampons. You and I are sinking. We're at the fucking knee, at about the kneecap point right now. We're sinking in discarded vaginal tampons and maxi pads and cotexes that have fucking eggs and blood in them. What do you think is happening? What do you think is going on? Just give me my check. Give me my check. Let me punch you out. Let me get my F-150. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm going home. I know that's how you think, and I know that's how I think. But eventually, you're going to be up to your neck in fucking dripping tampons, dripping Coltex's maxi pads with eggs in them. At its essence, at its core, a chick is just an incubator. She's a rookery. There's eggs in her. She hatches the eggs. And she pumps out something out of that fuckhole, out of her flap, just like a chicken. A chicken has a flap. Shit comes out of it. 
and eggs come out of it. It's called a flap. Honest God, look it up. The same fucking thing here. Dicks go in it. Dildos go into it. Sibian machines are jammed up it. Cucumbers are just jammed up it. Bananas are jammed up it. And a fucking kid comes out of it. It's her fucking, it's her flap. Does she talk about her flap at work? No. She doesn't want you to know that. If you know all these things are true, are going on with a female, why would you want to call one the fuck up? Why? I don't know. Walking around, dawn of the dead. Walking around, I gotta get, I gotta get dick. I gotta, I can't snack. I need a cunt snack. I, I fucking need a cunt snack. You know, in a fucking commercial plane, I gotta, I gotta move on here. You know, when a commercial plane crashes, you know, in every instance, everyone reports a flash, an initial flash. Boom. When it makes contact with the ground. When it makes contact. This initial blue-like flame, this little momentary flash as the plane hits ground. Big crack in the fuselage. A fuselage cracks in half. And what are they really reporting? Here's what's really going on. The entire fuselage is filled with pussy gas, otherwise known as ghosts, because they're the host of the ghost, otherwise known as that. When the fuselage cracks in half, when it hits, all the pussy gas seeps out, blows out the cracks, and it's ignited, just like methane gas if you were to fart. They see this. You're in the plane smelling this, and you're getting headaches. You can't think. You're uncomfortable. You're nauseated because you're being drenched in a pussy fart. The whole fuselage is filled with fucking ghosts, which are actually cunt emissions. Cunt blast out the cunt, the vaginal area. I mean, she's traveling because she went to see Dick. She's traveling because she's going to see Dick, or she was at the Dick, and now she's returning to wherever she's from to get more Dick. Everybody's pussy in that plane is filled with fucking, with fucking gas. Pumped into the cunt by a gigantic fucking beaver bat. A dick, a cum cannoli. Pumped into there, this flash, this boom. I don't want to talk about cunt snacks the entire recording, but I want you to be aware of it. You need to see these things that are going on around you so that you can be better prepared. Better prepared. When the world falls, there's no repercussions for fucking, there's no law anymore. It's not enforced. You can now see one and you can just shoot it. You can now jam a pipe bound down its mouth, up its anus, into its cunt. Get out of there. Get out of there now. You're in danger, fuckstick. Of course, this is Norm Augustinus, your correspondent. Tall, thin, handsome. Really, the recipe of what people want to be in America. Uh-huh. You see, chicks want to hump me. They want to blow me. They think I'm sexy. They don't think you're sexy. They don't want to blow you. They don't want to hump you. You don't understand what's really going on around you. When you go on a fucking date, you pick some chick up at the door. She gets in your car. You went to her house. You don't understand. Just below your feet while you're walking to your car is her turd because she went number two in the house. It's in the fucking sewer pipe going to the bigger sewer pipe. And that shit log is actually racing you to your car door as you're waiting for her to get in. There it goes. There's the turd. You know that they can, this is, I got to move on. They think that there's possibly at least a 50 to 100,000 turds from very important people throughout the history of Americans. Very important people. The turds are stuck high up in the sewage pipes underground. 
They're not on the, they're not, they're not stuck at the bottom because that's where all the shit is. But they're stuck on the ceiling of the sewage pipe. They're stuck on the upper area of the sewage pipe. Like Amelia Earhart's turd could be stuck at the top of a sewage pipe somewhere. Clark Gable's turd could be stuck somewhere in a sewer pipe somewhere high up. The turd's still there. Look at you picking up your woman. Run, man. Run, walk. As you pick her up, the shit is, the shit log is going to your truck, your F-150. There it is traveling under the driveway. You don't even know it's there. When you pull out into the road in front of her house, there's a sea of turds going down a gigantic pipe from all kinds of imbeciles as you drive to the end of the street and there's shit underneath you there. You see the stop sign at the end of the street where you pick this whore up. You don't see it as what it really is. It's not telling you to stop so you can get an accident. It's bloody well telling you to stop, fuckstick. Turn around. Get out of there. Get out of there now, fucker. I mean, this is fucking really disturbing to me. Let me talk about something. I want to move on. I want to move on here now. Now I don't know how to start this because it's not exactly here. I'm not exactly proud of it, of what I'm going to tell you now. I'm not so unproud of it. But I'm not very proud of it, and I really wait if I should tell you about this. This is like the, like the feature show, the feature presentation. I'm not proud of it. But I'm going to tell you anyways. Because we have that kind of relationship. You go to NPR, listen to something where good people are, or you can stay here where the bad people are, the baddies. I recently had a gathering in my house, and when I say gathering, I'm talking about two women. And the reason there would be women at, women at my house, and I live way up here in upper northern Michigan, in the middle of nowhere. I live on a hundred acres surrounded by state forest. It's nothing but fucking acres, thousands and thousands of acres of trees. Trees, sand, swamps, rivers, streams, lakes, you name it, Michigan has got it because of the glaciers a billion years ago. They just created a masterpiece when it comes to this state. There's nothing like this anywhere in the United States. Please don't come up here if you're a bitch and you want to see me. Don't come up here. If you're thin and good-looking, size 3 or 5, and you got a ponytail, I might be interested. But if you're a mountain of fat, some big fat fucking whore, I don't want you up here. I'll take the back of my fucking 12-gauge Remington, the handle on it, it's made out of oak, and I will knock you unconscious and dump you somewhere I don't know where. Got all kinds of booby traps in my yard. I got all kinds of cameras on the fucking trees, game cameras, animal cameras. I don't want no fat fucking whore. I don't want it. You come up here, you're some minority, you're going to bring more minorities. Minorities attract minorities. I don't just don't fucking want it. I'm telling you straight out and right away. I'm not going to fuck something that's fat. I'm not going to pay for your insulin pills. I'm not going to pay for your fat doctor and organ failure and every fucking thing else as you get older. Now where's all your friends, bitch? Where's all your woo-hoos and woo? Where's all the bitches now supporting you? Now that you're 750 pounds or 550 and you're now 48 years old, you don't have a goddamn home. They've disappeared. Are you kidding me? It's not. You didn't know that? So I have two chicks at my house. I just told you where I am. I have two chicks at my now. I do have a lot of guns. I've got a big fucking Christmas tree box. You know what a Christmas tree box is? It's made out of cardboard. And it's a it's a Christmas tree box. You can take it apart and put it together. It's the box that houses the limbs, the shaft, all that. I got a big Christmas tree box, except there's not a Christmas tree box, uh, Christmas tree in it. It's just filled with fucking guns. 
I also have about nine more Claymore mines, and I have two in the yard. I'm not shitting you. When I was in Vietnam, I sent all this shit home. I sent the Claymore mines home. I painted them white and sent them home to my mother at that time, and on it was written, Fine China, because they're thin, and they look like a plate. And then I tried Frisbees, too, and both of them got through customs and ended up at my mom's house. A box of landmines that looked like Frisbees and fucking fine bone china. I got landmines up here, also have hand grenades. Don't come up here. I'll use them. I have these things because eventually I'm going to need one on myself. I'm going to pull the pin and that's going to be it. Then where the fuck are you going to go then, simp? Where will you go? Who will you see? Do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things the world is showing you? Where are you going to? Do you know? No. Should know where you're going to. Nobody knows where they're going to. That takes the fucking fun out of it. Do you know where you're going to? That's corporate America telling you. Do you know where you're going to? Follow these rules, you get there. You're gonna get nowhere. So I have two chicks over at my house. And pretty good looking women. When I say good looking, I don't mess around. I don't play politics and shit like that. When chicks come to my house or I authorize their approval of them coming to my house, they know why they're coming to my house because I got 15.5 pounds of dick in my pants. It's always been like that. Told you I've waited on my friend's cocaine scale and it said 15.5 pounds. There was coke on the scale. It got on my dick. The coke dealer that was letting me use it, my friend of mine, his sister had to lick my balls clean, lick my dick clean. It was really exciting shit. 15.5 pounds of dick in my pants. That's why chicks come here. And they know that I don't want no bullshit. I don't want no performance. I don't want you to try to dazzle me with your intellect. You have none. I don't want any of that. I just want someone that's going to have sex. And in the morning, we're going to have some breakfast. We'll smoke some weed. That's what I, I don't want a competition. I don't want to be dueling with you. At this party. And as you know, I've created something called a pussy plunger. Now to date, I've sold about 1,500 pussy plungers, 1,450 pussy plungers. What is a pussy plunger? Well, a pussy plunger is actually, it looks like a toilet plunger with an old rubber bottom. It looks like that, except my pussy plungers have a one-foot handle that goes all the way up to five feet. And the plunger itself is a special rubber I had made in Taipei. It's a special flexible rubber. And these plungers, these are pussy plungers, I actually have a couple models that have an odor filter on it with carbon. It's a carbon odor filter built into the plunger portion of the plunger so that when you're using it, it filters the air that's coming off her, out of her pussy as you plunge it so it doesn't knock you unconscious with a stench. That kind of odor can stop everything straight away. So I've invented this pussy plunger. If you want the one-foot handle model, that means you want to be close to the cunt. That usually means you know the person you feel more comfortable with the person, but if you've just met the person and you want to plunge your pussy with my plunger, now you put the plunger end right over their cunt and over their asshole. As you know, the asshole and the cunt are on top of each other. It's really strange that way. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, a chick is mostly constipated, uh, like three, three weeks of the fucking month constipated. She's got her log in her asshole in her colon, then your dick goes in there. It's like, there's the... The turd in her asshole, there's your dick in her cunt. It kind of, kind of creepy. It doesn't make any sense. You're fucking that. 
But I've invented this plunger thing. It's got a one-foot handle, two-foot handle, three-foot handle. If you go up to the five-foot handle, it's some whore you just met at at Turkin's Bar, somewhere in the, in the dumpy area you live in. Let's say it's Turkin's Bar. Jake Turkin's Bar. Maybe it's a grill, too. You picked a whore up there, and you don't know her well, and you don't want to get that close to her cunt, so you'd use my five-foot handle on my pussy plunger. You'd put the pussy plunger over her cunt, over her asshole, and then you would just plunge the shit out of it. She spreads her legs. She pulls them back, and you start plunging her cunt like her cunt and her assholes like, like a toilet that's plugged until she comes. I call it the pussy plunger. One foot handle, two foot handle, three foot handle, four foot handle, up to five fucking foot handle that you don't want to be on top of her cunt. I like to use one foot handles because I like to be close to the action. I like to see the undulation of the vaginal lips, the glistening fucking juices that are coming out of her cunt. They're glistening. They're dripping. There's sometimes there's steam coming off the juices. You can see the pubic hairs. The vaginal lips are throbbing. You see the different colors on her vaginal lips. I like to use the one foot model because I pick my bitches accordingly and safely. I don't fucking pick up some slut at Higgins Bar, whatever bars in the shitty area you live in. I don't pick her up there and then who knows what happens a fortnight later and you're not with the bitch. There's trouble. You got herpes or chlamydia. You got crabs all over your fucking cunt. I don't want anything like that. So I've invented a thing called a pussy plunger. If I send it to your house, if you were to order it, I'd send you the plunger part with a special rubber from Taipei and a special handle. And it's a little bit more money if in the plunger part, you want the carbon activated filter in there that's built into the plunger part that will filter her cunt. Remember, you're pushing forward and then pulling back on the pussy plunger trying to get her off. You're pulling her cunt in and out. I've actually prolapsed, bitches. I've looked when I pulled the handle. There's two, three feet of her fucking cunt laying outside of her pussy for me plunging. It's like no feeling they've ever had. And they come again and again and again and again. But that plunger, when you pull back, that carbon filter built into the plunger will fucking actually filter the air that's atop her cunt, that's coming out of her cunt, and it'll enable you to go on and on. Otherwise, you'll pass out. You'll you maybe die. Lips will go black. I had this happen in early models. Lips go black. Fucking eyebrows fall out. Fucking eyelashes fall out. I had my eyelashes fall out once. When my mom spit on me, I don't know what the fuck her saliva was made on out of, but she spit on me, and my eyelashes fell out my left eye and my right eye. When I showed my mom, she just simply said, good. She just said good. It's the kind of person she was. So I have these pussy plungers. Put it on the cunt. You pull back and forth. You pull her cunt canal out. The cunt, this actual tube of the cunt, and the cunt goes maybe 26 inches. It goes over two feet long because it can take any dick. And usually bottoms out at the cervix. But the dick, the cunt will take any kind of dick because it just keeps growing and growing and growing. I read that the actual cell structure, if you got too big a dick, that the cunt is so keen on getting that dick that the cells in the, in the actual cunt, the tunnel of love or whatever you want to call it, it'll just start adding cells and the cunt will grow even longer, whatever's required, because it wants that dick desperately. It wants that semen. It wants her to pump out some fucking mongoloid, some future fucking welfare idiot. That's what it wants. Invented this cunt. This pussy plunger, it's great. It's a, it's a cunt pleaser. It's very close to a cunt snack, except there's not a dick in her. It's a plunger action pulling 
pulling back and pushing in, pulling back and pushing in. Now, I like to strap the bitch down on the floor. I've got straps, and I put screws in the floor with these little butterfly nuts that I can tighten down these straps around her fucking shoulders, like if she's at Universal Studios on a ride, and then I can plunge the fuck out of that cunt. It's a tremendous, tremendous invention. Every chick I've used it on has come. It's un. Believable. I mean, if you got a bitch and her cotex won't come out, you can use the pussy plunger and pull the cotex right the fuck out so she doesn't get toxic shock syndrome from the rag being inside her fuckhole too long. It's an absolutely incredible invention. Now, I had a pussy plunger party at my house with two women. It was really, it was just an event to see. As you know, I got about four bricks of pinconning paralyzer. It's this fucking fantastic weed. It's fucking 97% THC. It's grown up here in upper Michigan. A chick gives it to me that I ate her out once. I usually don't eat out a woman because you'll lose your voice box. You will get cancer. The voice box will be gone. You'll be holding something like a dildo on the side of your neck to hear people, to talk to anybody. And how can you really tell them that a pussy took your voice? Just not appropriate. And... She gave me all this dope, and so I had this party. I always put a chunk of my pinconning paralyzer, this marijuana, onto a frying pan I have in the kitchen. And the frying pan is Teflon peeling off. I think that has something to do with it. The Teflon's peeling off. I put it on the burner on the stove. I throw the fucking pecaning paralyzer, the weed in the pan, I turn the burner on, and that fucking has the densest smoke you've ever seen. That's how I start a party, and everybody's got their clothes off, and sometimes I'll go into the bedroom with a handgun, I'll get a handgun or a grenade, and I'll chase the bitches or the bitch, if it's just one, I'll chase them with the fucking hand grenade with my finger through the pinhole in my hand holding the hand grenade. Now, I always Velcro strip the hand grenade in my left hand. These are just fun sex games you can play. Velcro the grenade in my left hand so I don't drop it, and I have my index finger in the fucking pinhole of the grenade. I sent these fuckers home when I was in Vietnam. And I run around the house chasing them. Now, nothing turns a bitch on more than the possibility of her torso being blown off and landing somewhere in the woods a half a mile away uh, next to some deer stand or something. Some fucking big salt cube out there. Some bait for a deer. That turns a bitch on. She thinks, I could die. This guy doesn't go for any fucking of this shit, this political correctness, how bright I am, the performance I'm... He just wants to fucking come and so do I. That's all it is. Running through the houses I'm chasing with a hand grenade. Running through the house as I got a fucking... One of these goddamn... These landmines, these claymore mines, I've got one that I've got a strap on that goes under my head, under my chin, and it looks like I'm a chink running through the fucking house with my chink hat on. I'm running through the goddamn house with a claymore mine on top of my head like it's a hat. Bitches love this shit. This isn't a joke. Ask your cow if she likes the stuff I'm saying. She'll say, yeah. Ask your fucking skag if she likes anything I say, and she'll say, yeah. She'll look at you and think, that fucker just mounts me and blows his load and gets off and goes and eats his Gino's pizza. I don't, I want to do what Norm's doing. I do this. Got a sword that I chase them with. I tell them I'm going to fucking jam the entire sword up their cunt, and they're running down the long hallway. And I think for a second I really fucking mean it. And I think because I really mean it that they believe it as they're running for their fucking life. These are just fun party things you can do. You can do this yourself. You can spice up your dead fucking relationship yourself. 
I used to have parties here. This is the truth. I always like to swing bitches around by their ponytail while we're partying and shit, and I let them go. They slam into the chest of drawers in the next room. They slam onto the fireplace mantle and they go through the fucking picture window. Bitches love this shit. So I had this party, this pussy plunger party, and I was having a good time. I strapped one girl down. We're wasted. We're having a lot of fun. I strapped the one guest, my guest down on the floor. I've got these like shoulder pads, these shoulder straps. It goes to the floor. You've got these wing nuts. You can strap it in. She won't move. Now I was plunging on her cunt while her friend was behind me smoking fucking weed. She's smoking weed. She's dancing. She's moving her hips. And I don't mean a shitty kind of dance or some awkward looking dance. I'm telling you, she was moving her hips like a fucking pro, like a master. She isn't some big cow with all kinds of goddamn cellulose or cottage cheese legs or nothing. I never saw nobody dance like this, this sexual. I mean, it was tremendous. And she was behind me. Now, while she's behind me and she's dancing and she's smoking a goddamn weed and moving around, I couldn't even hear her feet. Her feet hit the floor. That's how dainty she is. That's my idea of a woman. I want dainty. I don't want a fucking cow. I want dainty. I want perfume. I want white diamonds by Liz Taylor. I want Clive Christensen, number one, the fucking perfume. I want a real woman. I want dainty. I don't want some meaty fucking beefy cow who's in the early stages of trying to figure out how to control me, how to get control of anything I own. I just don't want nobody like that. And they'll get a five-finger fucking sandwich. This is the truth. Once had a chick run out of here, she realized I was on to her, and I had to take her out with a Lars rocket. I've got a couple of those. Look it up. I'm not going to go into what it is. Just a big fucking whistle and an explosion, and she was gone. I went looking for her fucking shoes. They weren't there. I went looking for her, found a piece of her bra in one of the trees. That's what a Lars rocket can do to you. Once she realized I was fucking on to her gimmick. What do they call it? A shtick. Once she realized I was on to her shtick. I never liked that word, a shtick. That means like uh whatever they were trying to do, their their gimmick, their uh, their style, whatever it is, that it's, it's that somehow encompasses it, that word. So I'm plunging out this chick's cunt. It was incredible. I'm not I mean incredible if you'd have saw her fuck hole. It was absolutely beautiful. I like, I don't like shaved cunts. I don't want to fuck like you're fucking some kid. I want a hairy goddamn cunt. I want to see the thigh muscles and the curves of the ass. I want a big hairy cunt that's capable of getting decorated by my jism and looking like a Christmas wreath, looking like some holiday fucking decoration with my cum drops all over it. That's what I like. I don't want fucking skin. I could do that with fuck a deer. I just don't want that. So while I'm hammering out her cunt with the Norm Augustinist fucking pussy plunger, which I invented, and I'll use it on you if you ask me to. If you send me a ticket, I'll come to your house. I got a pussy plunger I use for that. It's a special case. It looks like a fucking a case that you'd use for a trumpet, an expensive trumpet, expensive flute. It's got a handle on it. I'll come to your house, and I will pussy plunge you out until you come again and again and again. Now, I pull back so hard on the pussy plunger that I can see the lady's eyes kind of sink in her fucking head. 
Then when I push forward, the eyes go back to normal and pop out. But when I pull back because I'm so into it, if you saw my face, it looks, I look like I'm insane. Like I'm a killer, a madman, cutting somebody in half in a fit of fucking insanity. That's what I look like when I punch out their pussy, and they love that. Pull back so hard on a toilet-like plunger, my pussy plunger thing, that their eyes go sunk down. Push back in, eyes come out. That's how I perform. That's how I act. That's my MO. That's the way I use this tool correctly. I'm not dancing around someplace and some fucking eating. I'm not sitting somewhere eating Chinese food, looking at a fortune cookie. I'm trying to get this torso to come. It's a living creature that you have to tame. You have to, like a fucking wild bronco out in the West, out in Arizona or something like that. Feral horses. I don't, I'm fucking trying to break one of those. Once you break it, She'll love you till the day you die. I have it going on right now. Chicks wanting to come over. They miss my syrup. They want, they want it and they're, they're trying to get back into it. But once you're away, once you're gone, I separate my mind and I move on. You have to keep moving on. You can't leave yourself anywhere in the past or you're wasting precious fucking moments, fuck stick. So. I was plunging away at her fucking pussy, like a, like a madman, really. And I pulled back so hard on the plunger that the plunger handle, I had a one foot one because I wanted to be close on her pussy. The sights, the smells, the undulations, the muscles, the contours, the bending of the skin, the sweat drops, the belly button. I want to see it all. I want to be part of it all. I want to be in there right in the heat and the action of the moment. I pulled back so hard on the pussy plunger that somehow the plunger handle went into her left eye, the orbital cavity of her left eye, of the girl who was dancing behind me having a good time. She knew she was next, and she was going to get fucked out. She was excited. They're excited at that point. So the handle went into her fucking eye. And when it went into her eye, she grabbed the plunger handle like she was going to try to pull it out, but didn't do anything else. Then her hands went dead on her sides, limp on her sides, and she fell backwards, and honest to God, wasn't on purpose, but she was dead. Now, when she was dead, the woman says to me that I'm plunging out, don't stop. Like the death of her friend did something sexually to her, and she wanted me to go at it more. She was really moving her hips like they were fucking nuts, like she had an injection of speed into her hip joints, into whatever area controls the movement of the hips, the fucking action, whatever area she was... That was really tuned up now and engaged when she saw me jam the handle of my pussy plunger into the girl who was dancing behind me. Went right the fuck in her eye. I heard it. And the blood came out. The fucking thing came down her face, down her neck, and over her tits. And somehow, you're going to think this is odd or strange. Somehow it was like kind of sexually arousing until she hit the floor. When she hit the floor, I knew that the dynamics of the night had changed. I mean... The woman was fucking dead. She's gone. She expired right there. And that was the end of the fucking party. I had all kinds of shit I was going to serve. I had Doritos and the hot Doritos. I had some dip, the guacamole dip. We were going to have that. I had all kinds of other shit. Cheese hot dogs with cheese in the middle. I was going to cook them. But that all stopped. So what it became was this. I had to figure out how to get rid of her body can't call the police when she's got a pussy plunger sticking out of her fucking eye, can you? you can't, it's just not appropriate. Can't call the police when the other woman is strapped to the floor and her cunt is the size of two baseball gloves, two, two, two baseball mitts, 
because her cunt lips had swelled up that fucking big, that huge. They just got gigantic from the pussy punching I just gave her, and I hadn't even started fucking yet with my 15.5 pounds of fucking meat, my dick. So there was about, I don't know how many hours, maybe two hours of daylight left. Two and a half hours of daylight left. As you know, I've got a fucking ultralight aircraft I've had for years. I have a private pilot license, and I've got a sportsman's license for ultralight aircrafts. And the only thing I thought I could do, I got this idea at the last second. The girl that was with her, she doesn't want the night to end. I unstrap her from the floor. She says, is that it for the night, Norm? Do I have to go? I said, no, not if you don't want to. I'll fix this. I'm good at fixing shit. She, I said, no, not if you don't want to. I got fucking dip over there. I got the chips, the, the Dorito chips. I got the cheese hot dogs. I said, you don't have to go, but I'm going to have to leave for a little bit. Then I'll come back and we'll proceed to fuck and suck. And she said, oh, goody. And she started clapping her hands and smiling, kind of jumping up on the chair that she was sitting on like a little kid. She didn't seem to mind at all that her friend was there with a fucking pussy plunger in her fucking eye socket. She didn't seem to care. This is something more I learned about women and people in general. So I took her out on my ultralight aircraft. It's an airplane. It's a two-seater. I took her out and put her in a seat. And then I went back into the house and I printed something here. It said United Flight 237. It looked like an airline ticket and I copied it from images I found on the internet. And I put this in her hand using a drop of super glue. It was absolutely amazing. It's a ticket. And in the other hand, I had a bag of peanuts. I don't know where they came from. And I put that bag of peanuts in her other hand and I put it to her hand so it wouldn't fall off with super glue. So she's holding on to the fucking United Flight 237 ticket that I made up. It looked really real. And she's holding on to peanuts in the other hand. She had something in each hand, peanuts and then the United Flight 237 fucking boarding ticket. She had those in her hand. And I took some clothes with her that she was wearing. Her panties, which were cum stained royally. I mean, there was a lot of stains and they were wet because why? She was looking at Norm Augustinus. She was turned the fuck on, man. The pipes, the water, the juices were flowing in anticipation of my fucking 15.5 pounds, my dick. So I put the ticket in her hand, the peanuts in her hand, held them onto the hand with the super glue. I took her panties, her socks, and her brassiere. I put it all on the fucking the passenger chair of my ultralight, and I took off out the backyard. I keep one acre really fucking trimmed, really cut, so I can land and take off with my ultralight aircraft. I'm a great pilot. I've done a lot of things flying. Now, here's what I did. I flew over an area just outside where they have all these fly-ins. It's like a big cut field out in the woods. I live basically out in the woods. And I dumped her body off to of the side of my ultralight aircraft. Now, remember, she didn't have any fucking clothes, and I dumped her bra, I dumped her panties, I gave one sock, and I threw her over the side of the ultralight aircraft into this open clearing as we were flying. I was flying about uh, 750 feet to 1,200 feet off the ground. Just You have to fly enough just to be over the trees, or you'll get in trouble. That's all it is, just all kinds of trees. And I dumped her body, and I remember watching her kind of arms were flailing her legs were flailing and then she hit so hard when she hit the ground that i could hear the thump in the ultralight aircraft way high up and it's a fucking two cycle engine it's mixed oil with gas i heard her body thump on the ground that's how hard she hit now my plan is this my plan was this and this is what i expect to happen they'll find her there and her clothes will be off, and they'll find her panties and her sock and her brassiere. And then they'll look in her hands, and they'll see the United Flight 237 boarding pass 
this thing in her one hand, and they'll find a bag of peanuts in the other, and they'll just assume that she fell out of an airplane, that she opened up a fucking uh, one of the emergency doors, or the door on the airplane, a passenger plane, or some kind of plane, probably United Flight 237, that's what the ticket says. And they'll think she fucking... She died. She fell out of the passenger plane at a low altitude, and that's her body there. Nobody ever know, because I pulled the pussy plunger out of her eye socket, no one will ever know that she was naked and dancing and took a fucking the handle of a pussy plunger into her fucking eyeball point blank as I was trying to get her friend off. I circled around a little bit, a few times, eventually looking to see the place get get it set in my head, how she landed, where she was, until I was comfortable that I had gotten away with it. And I flew back, landed, and I proceeded to service the chick that I was with. We strapped her back on the floor. I plunged on her pussy. We got really wasted. I got a replica of the Abraham Lincoln fucking chair I bought this years ago at an auction. It's a replica, complete with fake bloodstains, and I banged her out on that fucking thing. It was incredible. I mean, somehow her death her friend's death really added to our sexual adventure. It was just uh, mind-blowing in every way. I was truly gobsmacked that, that this had happened and it had played out so well. And I figure, and I've not read anything about it or heard anything about it, I figure that they'll find her body and they'll see the ticket in her hand, United Flight 237. They'll find that. They'll find a bag of peanuts in the other hand and they'll think, this bitch was in a passenger plane. The plane went down. It must be hidden. Something covert went on. They're not talking about it. They've, they've hidden it from the media. She had a bag of peanuts. She settled into her chair. She had her flight ticket in her hand. The thing broke in half or she jumped out the exit. Maybe she panicked, had an anxiety attack, a panic attack, and she landed here. There's no fucking way they can trace that back to me. Only you know what really happened. But I don't have to worry about you. Because we've been friends so fucking long. I'm like the longest running podcast on the internet. There was like six other people. Ten other people doing this. You know what really went on, but I know you won't fucking flip on me. I know you won't fucking nick me somehow with this story. Man, try to imagine that image. I wanted to get a picture of it. She's down there, her panties are down there, her legs are spread, her eyeballs knocked out. She's holding on to the peanuts and the fucking ticket, and who knows what happened? Pardon me. I'll be back in a second. will ever know what really happened, which was an adventure all in itself, fuckstick. Exciting and new. Mm. Her friend wasn't very loyal, though. You gotta worry about that. You gotta be aware of that. Just like I always say, man, they can't love you, chicks. They can't ever love you. They can only use you for the moment. Just for the moment. You've been listening to the one and only My dick is enormous. There is no escape. Oh. 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 Oh.
made it to Big Clock in cyberspace. It's dark out there in cyberspace. It's scary out there in cyberspace. You're out there in cyberspace. You're frozen with fear. You don't know what to do. You're looking up. You're looking down. You're looking to the right. You're looking to the left. It's windy out. You don't know what to do. You're frozen. Till eventually and quite abruptly, you hear this distant chiming clock in the background. And you follow the chiming clock until it gets louder and louder and louder. Eventually bringing you upon this brightly illuminated place in cyberspace. There's thousands of people there. They're holding hands. They're smiling. They've been waiting for you. There's that thing that brought you to this place in the first place. It's a tower. A hundred, hundred and fifty feet tall, brown bricks, tan mortar. Way at the top of this tower is a glass bezel. It's a clock. It's backlit. And above this is this chimey bell-like thing that brought you to this place in the first place. And you know why you're at this place in the first place. You're here to clear out your pains, your frustrations, your aches, your woes, your disappointments, your hurts. The person that died on you, the ramen noodles, you're sick of eating, the credit cards you can't pay off, the apartment you can't pay for, the house you think you'll maybe never own, the bitch who left you, the guy who left you. You're here to clear all those pains and frustrations out. And how do we do that? Well, the moment you heard my voice, you were instantly and automatically filled up with this highly absorbent orange-colored solution. It's been inside your body, sloshing about this entire recording. And now, at the end of this recording, we lie you gently down, we pop the corks in your toes, and all of that highly absorbent orange-colored solution comes gushing out of your body. Look at it. It's forming a small mini lake alongside you. It's orange colored. It's rusty. It stinks. It's toxic. We shake your feet getting out the last drops of highly absorbent orange colored solution and replace the corks in your toes. You can't believe how good you feel. You feel like you could go on another second, another minute, another day, another hour, another year. Maybe infinitely. It doesn't matter that a friend of yours is making $250,000 a year and lives in a $700,000 house. It doesn't matter that another friend of yours has got the best-looking bitch you've ever seen or another friend of yours has the best-looking dude you've ever seen. None of that shit matters. All that matters is how good you feel right now. You know you can feel this good anytime you want to, anytime you're in duress, anytime you feel like you can't go on another second. All you gotta do is think of the big chiming clock in cyberspace where you meet your pal, your friend, Norm Augustinus, and instantly and almost automatically you feel refreshed and clear. You know the best part of this recording, the most important part of this recording, at least to me, is that for one hour, we were friends. Friend, I enjoyed myself. I hope you did too. Write me, normaugustinus at gmail.com. Tune in again for another exciting episode from the amazing mind of Norm Augustinus. Dear Lois, I have come up with a world-shaking revolutionary idea that will make me rich. 
Let me explain. Did you know that most women throughout the world are constipated? That's right. Women everywhere are constipated 21 days out of each month. Lois, they can't shit. And because women can't shit, they're very upset and unstable. Additionally, women are angry because they can't ride their electric scooter because they are heavy with 37 pounds of shit. Lois, what women need is to be fucked by a man with a set of huge balls. While the big bald man is fucking the constipated woman, his balls are slamming into the woman's huge asshole. This ball-slamming action will force air into the woman's shithole, and that air will cause her large colon to expand, and then the woman's shit will fall out, and the woman will be able to ride her electric scooter again. I am entering my idea into a worldwide competition. If they like the idea, I can win 20,000 American dollars. Please write back. I want to know what you think about my idea. I miss you, Lois, and think about you often. Love, Norman. P.S. I bumped into your big-titted little sister at the Sunset Party Store. Your sister was buying an enormous box of Kotex that had its own onboard plastic carrying handle. The Kotex company included a replica of a 1960s douchebag used by Marilyn Monroe, and it was free and inside the Kotex box. Your big-titted little sister was also buying a glass jar of Herpex cream. Your sister and I got to talking, and before I knew what was happening, your big-titted little sister and I were inside the old beat-up 1850 chuck wagon that the owner of the Sunset Party Store uses as a roadside gimmick to draw in customers. While we were inside the Old West chuck wagon that was once pulled by horses, I banged your big-titted little sister from the rear while I mauled her tiny tits. Afterward, your big-titted little sister blew me, and then she gave me a deluxe rim job. While the cars zoomed past the Sunset Party Store, we 69'd one another inside the Old West Chuck Wagon. Just before the two of us went our separate ways, your big-titted little sister pulled out an inflatable 16-inch long blow-up dildo from her back pocket, and she reamed out my large colon real good. An ugly woman walking by the chuck wagon asked what we were doing, so we invited her to come onto the chuck wagon, and then we bored out her stretched-out anus with your big-titted little sister's inflatable vinyl pocket dildo. The ugly woman told us her husband had walked through a sliding glass window ten years earlier and now she was a homeless toothless wino because of that tragic Christmas time incident. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for visiting the Sunset Party Store. Currently, we have on sale a gigantic box of Kotexes, and free inside the Kotex box is Marilyn Monroe's douchebag. Additionally, please do not go out near the chuck wagon. People are in there, and they are fucking. That is all, and thank you for visiting the Sunset Party Store. Fuck! Oh. Fuck! Oh. Fuck! Oh. Fuck! Oh. Fuck! Oh. Fuck! Oh.
When you're walking down the halls and your balls hit the walls, it's a rupture.